Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2341. High Rep, Low Load versus Low Rep, High Load by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Saturday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or OHD, where I act as your narrator of popular health and fitness blogs and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And we have a bunch of shows covering different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. But with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. High Rep Low Load versus Low Rep High Load by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca One of the best things about weight training is how much you can vary the workouts. This high level of variability means that you have an infinite number of ways to program your workouts. With that said, there is quite a bit of research that goes into the rep, set, load scheme of a workout. So if you want to make the most out of your training, it is important to understand how manipulating these values can serve your training goals. High rep, low load training. As trainers, we like to use this combination early in a client's fitness journey to help teach their bodies how to perform a movement. Some of you may have heard the theory that it takes 10,000 hours to master a skill. Well, this is the idea with the higher rep scheme. Trainers may ask you to do 15 to 20 reps of something with what feels like no weight. This isn't because we think you can't handle heavier weights. It's actually because we want you to master the movement. We spend so much time mindlessly moving, but this can lead to compensations and the body moving suboptimally. By performing many reps at a low load, it means we can ensure your body gets used to doing the movement properly and safely. Once we feel comfortable with your form, then we will begin to challenge the movement and the muscles with high loads. At this point, we can choose to keep the rep range the same and increase the weight or decrease the reps. This is how we start to develop strength in the muscles. Our bodies are highly adaptable and are always looking for ways to repair, recover, and make the next time a little bit easier. 
This is the basis for progressive overload in personal training. So when we increase the weight and keep the reps in the mid to high range, meaning 10 to 12 reps or more, trainers are looking to increase the muscle's time under tension. The longer the muscle is under tension, the greater the number of metabolic byproducts there are. Once the workout is complete, the muscles will begin the repair and recovery phase. The more byproducts we have in the muscle, the more material the body has to use to put the muscle back together. More muscle equals more strength. Low rep, high load. So what about those individuals in the gym who are lifting only one or two reps? Are they just being lazy? Are they lifting more than they should? Well, hopefully not. Low rep matched with a high load is a really interesting concept that has come out of exercise research. Where the higher rep work will test the muscle, lower rep work with high enough load will actually work both the brain and the muscle. Now with that said, the brain is also being trained in the higher rep workouts. It's just that during the low load sets, the nervous system is what we are trying to train. In your muscle, there are areas called motor units. A motor unit is the group of muscle cells all connected by a motor neuron, which is the nervous system's connection to the muscles. When we train with heavier weights and lower loads, we are training the brain to recruit as many of the motor neurons as possible. This is true strength. In the lower load workouts, your nervous system will only activate as much of the muscle as required to move the weight to conserve energy. This is why we keep the reps low to move heavy weights. Keep the rep demand low so we can move more weight. Every rep should be perfectly executed and we are not looking to feel the burn with this kind of workout. Your muscles can still be sore from a strength training workout, but this is because you have asked a larger area of the muscle to contract. With every contraction comes micro tears in the muscle, and therefore, some soreness can be expected, but it's not the goal. Another thing to note with this kind of rep-set-load scheme is that because you're training the nervous system as well as the musculoskeletal system, you might feel more tired than usual. Your central nervous system, meaning the brain and spinal cord, have just allocated a number of resources to help you move that weight, so they will require some time to recover those resources. So which one is better? This is a common question we get from clients. Should they do high rep, low load, or low rep, high load to achieve optimal fitness levels? Hopefully, this article has helped you understand that the rep set load scheme that trainers choose serves a specific purpose. If one of those variables changes throughout your program, then your fitness levels will also progress. Will one of them get you to your goals faster? That is tough to answer because how quickly you reach your goal is dependent on so much more than the number of reps you do in the gym. If your nutrition, sleep, stress management, and activities outside the gym support the workouts, then you will reach your goals faster than if one or many of those is being neglected. How much you lift and how many times you lift that will either make you better, bigger, or stronger. As a final note, this article only scratches the surface of programming workouts. There are so many other ways to manipulate the training variables. If your trainer programs something that seems repetitive, easy, or just outright weird, know that this is in your program for a reason. You just listened to the post titled High Rep low load versus low rep, high load by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. 
When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I couldn't agree more with Ashley Ann when she said that there are so many ways to mix up how we train and every trainer may have different ways to mix up workout routines, not to mention what we might see on Instagram, TikTok, or any other platform. And each routine claims to promise results. No, scratch that. Not just promise results, but promise fast results. I know when I started getting more serious about working out, I just wanted to be told which workouts work and which don't. What I didn't realize at the time was this. They all work. They all work so long as we continue moving our bodies. When we start getting more advanced, as Ashley Ann said in today's post, we need to mix things up so we don't complete the same workouts over and over. If a workout starts to feel easy, it probably means it's time to mix things up. If your personal trainer is making you do easy things, and this goes on and on and on, of course, speak up and ask, hey, what's going on? All this seems really easy to me. What's the point? But if you're working out on your own and stuff is starting to feel too easy, then again, it's probably time to amp things up. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you're having a great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.